0: welcome to blog talk radio great to be here with you we have a special uh a special uh readers entertainment radio for you with the amazing christine Feehan, who is um we're going to surprise her because we had some technical difficulties when we first started this started to show up which is why you don't have music in the beginning we have no idea what blog talk is doing but uh, what they did do was, in order to have the show, we had to we had to go live as soon as I called in. So Christine thinks that we're about to talk and do an uh, a, an audio check, but really, guess what? Surprise technology! So let's see if we can find her when she calls in. Sheila. Hi, Christine. Yes. Yeah. So, let me tell you what happened. As you know, because we talked earlier today, first of all, we are already live because there was a mishap on Blog Talk Radio. Okay. And um, technology has not been my friend today. Um, no internet, no The problem with the microcell, and I couldn't make a phone calls, so I had to go somewhere else to do the show. So I've already let everybody know, anything could happen in this show. <laughs> well, it already have. <laughs> Yes, because I didn't. Uh, I did not let my dog out, so he may uh, go a little crazy on us. And you guys, everybody <laughs> might be able to hear the fierce barking in the background. Well, he is a fierce dog. And, yes, And if he they is. bark, everybody will know. <laughs> well, it's funny because I didn't expect this to happen either. Occasionally, blog talks will have a little glitch, and it's usually pretty manageable. Um, but this was either go live or cancel the show for 24 hours. And it's like, no, we are not doing this on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's a weekend plan. But, uh, yeah, my dogs are actually outside. I was going to put them all the way to the back. And so you might hear some scratching. I don't know. This is a anything could happen kind of a show. So um, I did let them know that, uh, that you're here with us. And I think pretty much everybody already knows who you are, but for those who are new to the program, Christine Behan is the number one New York Times bestselling author. She's also an internationally bestselling author, and she writes paranormal romance of every flavor. We have uh, Motorcycle Club, and we have uh, Immortal Warriors, and we have Leopards, and just just everything going on. Ghost walkers, like military romance, the dash of paranormal. Uh, I highly recommend that. Uh, Shadow, uh, the Shadow writer series, so there, those are uh, assassins who can actually travel using shadows, which is very unique. So, Christine, you just kind of write a little bit of everything, and it's like you have the golden pen, because <laughs> your stuff is amazing. Everybody loves it. You're all, you, I, I think I heard um, desolation Road has hit number two on the New york times um for like a whole month right? Yes, I'm very very lucky yeah. um that that I managed to hit that for a month um John Grisham is uh, number one ahead of me oh. but um <laughs> but, yeah so i yeah I'm pretty lucky there. Well, and, and you have amazing readers. They're so completely loyal, and they, they seem to be willing to follow you whenever you decide to write some new, um, some new series. So, you know, you're, you're really lucky to have those readers through all the years. Um, you have the online oh, yeah. community. So, yeah, it's, the online community, I think, really bonds people together. So for those people who don't know, you can go to com. And you'll find where it says community, and you can sign up for that. And it just, it's its all Christine, it's, but you can go to the different walls of the different books and have a discussion with other readers. So, you know, if you're speculating as to whether or not uh, Gary is going to have a life mate soon, that is the place to go, because I know all of you <laughs> want to talk about Gary and the babies, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But um, – yeah, I, I you know thank you very much for coming to the show. Sorry we had a glitch, but I'm so glad that you're you're a pro. You roll with everything that happens, so I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Dark Illusions because that just came out. It's uh, in paperback. It was out in hardcover. Now it's out in paperback, and a lot of people uh, get the paperback. I actually just saw somebody commenting that. Uh, they they already got the hardcover, but they get the paper back to loan to friends because they're not loaning out their hardcover. <laughs> I thought that was great. So, um so Dark Illusion, we have um Isaiah and Yulia. She's a mage. she's a Carpathian, a an, an immortal warrior. And um, this was this this book was a little surprising because uh, she was not too happy on on becoming a life mate, um, <laughs> so that was kind of unusual. Um, obviously, you always write happily ever after, so we always get a satisfying end. But um, I had no idea how you were gonna how you were gonna fix that problem. Um, it, it through that book, so that was fun. But my question for for everyone out there, I know they're they're curious. Why bring back the mages now? You know, um the mages are a big part of the story of the Carpathians i mean they're they're huge in what transpires with them, and uh so i don't I don't feel like um just like leaving them out of what's happening. Not only that, but clearly, when you read this story, you see that that they 're a huge part of what's happening now, not just in their past, and that there's a buildup of of something big going on so um, i I knew that they had they had a place in the storyline and that it had to be told and this was the perfect moment for it she was a pivotal character um, both for the mages and the Carpathians and for women which you know um, showing her power she didn't feel like she had it but it grew as time went on in the story so um, you know um, mages, mages actually are are huge in this um, in these books, and so they can't be forgotten. Because if they are by the Carpathians or readers, um, you can't count them out. Right? Yeah, it, you definitely highlight highlight that in uh, in Dark Illusion. So now, when you were when you were writing this. What did, you, what did you like most about this book in particular? I think uh, it was, for me, the, the revelation, I mean, just the growth of her, of her understanding that she herself had power. Like, all of us, Every single person in the world, no matter what we're told about ourselves, we really are powerful. We really can stand on our own two feet and overcome whatever was given to us at birth or, you know, whatever happened to us. We have the ability to get past it. And she she was given a pretty bad deal from the very beginning but she had all these amazing gifts she didn't believe in herself and as she um began to and as she grew um stronger in her faith in herself she became more powerful and she could see that in herself and to me, that was the biggest lesson about this book was for everybody to, to go, you know what, we all have something that we don't like or that we've had to overcome, and we can do it if if we just keep standing up because everybody gets knocked down, everybody. Right. And you just have to keep standing up. Yeah, I I really like that. I think a lot of people were interested in her story because we we met her previously. Uh, I think it was Dark Legacy, and um, you can tell that there was more to her. I mean, she she was she was very brave. She remained behind to help Elisabetta, and. At a big expense to herself uh, So I think a lot of people You know she was this mystery character That you, know, you finally brought out In Dark Illusion and I do love the whole Kind of nature versus Nurture um, how she Overcomes so many not just Her life experience but some misconceptions That she Had about herself and the Carpathians It's a beautiful story I, I absolutely love it And there's, there's a lot of action there's a lot of action going on in this book too. And the shadow cats, which are a reader favorite, and you've had the shadow cats before, where did the shadow cats come from? Well, I've always I've you know obviously loved cats in all various forms. And um, I created them uh, years and years ago. and I always knew that they were going to play a huge part. In um, what Xavier and his crew had thrown at the uh, and the mages had thrown at the Carpathians, and there there was this big plot afoot against them, and the shadow cats uh, were a big part of that. So um, she uh, she had to be... The, I mean, they they were throughout the books. The Shadow Cats were, right. and I right. felt so bad for them. Like they they came up occasionally in other books, and you could see that they were suffering, and nobody could really do anything for them. So um, this was my big chance to go. All right, what are we going to do? How are we going to save them, or are we going to get rid of them? So, you know, yeah, I, people love this shadow chat. <laughs> now, I do have, I have, I have to ask this question, um, just because I know the readers out there are asking it, and I'm just curious as to how in the world you'll answer it. But um, what in the world are are you doing with all these babies? When are, when are we going to have you know the Carpathian baby reunion? <laughs> <laughs> you know. I uh, I am so amazed at uh, I get I get so many letters about babies. It's in insane, and that's not just on Carpathians. That's every single <laughs> series. I can write two books in the series two, and there'll be like twenty more books expected, and they will be like. 300 letters asking for babies on those two books. And I'm like, what the heck? What is wrong with you people? You all have baby fever. Is there hormones going on? Is the moon in uh, full or some I don't understand it. I do not write I don't write young adult. I don't write I I write blazing hot books. How does one write baby books when you write blazing hot books? I mean, how does that work? I've had lots of children. Do you know what happens when you're in a bedroom and you have lots of children? First of all, they all come in the bed with you like they just do. They They don't understand privacy. And then when they get to be teenagers, they go outside your window and they sing you've got that lustful feeling. It is this is not a big turn on when you're in the bedroom trying to do something. So, baby, do not thrill me when I'm writing. Let's just get that straight. Okay, no, no baby books, no, no baby books in the immediate future. <laughs> well, and of course, you know I had to tease you a little bit because I do know i I do see on social media and such, that oh, oh my God, it is like endless, <laughs> endless. <laughs> well, but you know, I think that's a testament to how how strongly people feel about the characters. It's truly, when I read some of those posts. It's like they think these people are are real, or you know, they have an emotional attachment to them, like they might a real person. And and I think that that really you know talks to how how well your character development is when you're writing. So I I know it's it's kind of funny and and we laugh about it, but in a way I think that's a, a compliment. Even though you don't want to write about babies. I I really do take it as a compliment, but don't you think that these people deserve if they've just gotten together to have at least two or three years of a great sex life? Well, sure. How else are we gonna get all those babies? That's <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just love it. I'll be good, I'll be good know everybody is really excited about dark song they've they've been waiting since elizabetha was discovered and um and that's that's been a little while you know you put her in the ground because she needed to heal mm-hmm. and um she she had befriended uh or you however you want to look at it julia be befriended her those those two became
1: close
0: so i kind of as a reader just thought Yulia needed to come first but and that's what you did but that means we had to wait a whole other year (laughs) to find out (laughs) about what happened to this long lost Carpathian. I mean she's not just a Carpathian woman which is uh, rare enough but she has been lost for centuries so I know it comes out September the 1st. You you said this is one of the most romantic books you've written, but Pharaoh, who we already know is going to be her life mate, is one of the darker ancients. Can you talk a little bit about the romance in this? Well, you know, she was just really, in terms of Carpathians, she was a child when she was taken. She was only 16. So although she had gifts, already Um, she really was um, not you know she was she was a baby really and when he took her and she just simply disappeared no one could find her her brother searched and searched and searched through the centuries for her but she simply disappeared And her life was horrendous, and the only one who um, she had any real contact with was the one who took her, and he was so awful to her. And so she didn't learn to do anything. She, She doesn't know how to do anything. And she wasn't allowed to speak unless he gave her permission. She wasn't allowed to uh, it, anything. Like she totally would be what one would consider a true submissive in every way. And she's terrified of being out in the open because she's never been in the open. She doesn't know how to do anything for herself. And then here she has this life mate who is like considered, he's one of the oldest and the most feared, and she knows that. She knows what is expected of a life mate, and that's terrifying. And then it's terrifying that she knows that this vampire is out there trying to get her back, and he's telling her that he will kill everybody, including these children, if she doesn't come back to him. She, I mean, everything is stacked against her. And she doesn't even know how to put her, do her own clothes. And they're expecting her to be this modern woman. Everybody is. And no. she doesn't know how to do any of that stuff. And so honestly, when I went to write this book, I was like, oh my God, how is this going to work? And it's funny when you do something like that, because I don't plot out a book. I just start writing because it's like this grand adventure for me. That's how I read. I want the author to take me on this great journey. And it's the same way I write. If I've already plotted it out, then I read the book already so then I don't want to write it. So I start writing, and he is like a real life mate, like whatever she needs, that's what he provides. And, oh, my gosh, it was like heart-wrenching and beautiful. Yeah. Well, he was definitely surprising I guess I had expectations, and uh, the whole book. There's so much, so much in it that I, you know, when you read some, when you read someone all the time, and I'm sure readers will agree, you get in your mind things like, oh, I, I think she might be leading us in this direction, and I, I actually like it when I'm wrong, you know, and it's not so much being wrong, but it, it you just, you really took it in places that I, I never even would have imagined myself which it was refreshing, it was exciting, and, um, and I, I really, really loved it. Now, readers are going to keep asking about her brother. You know they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, those who are on their way to the U.S., I'm, I'm sure you hear a lot about that. Will we hear about any of those characters in this book? Yes, yes. Um, obviously, I mean, how could her brother not come? the minute that he knew that she uh, was found. And um, anybody who uh, loves Joseph, uh, he (laughs) definitely is a big part of this book. Um, He is in the group that comes with her brother. Um, there's a lot of things going on in this book, and Elizabetha is amazingly strong. She, again, she does not realize how strong she is. Her life mate does. He knows how strong she that, is. Yeah. Now, um, I just want to remind people. Uh, one more time, that dark song comes out September first. Uh, you can go ahead and pre-order it for those of you who like to do that. Uh, is there anything else? Because I we're we're going to take some questions. Um, there were some questions um, on the uh, Christine Fian, uh books fan club on Facebook. Um, I want to thank Tina who runs that. They they just hit twenty-one thousand members, and um, she did just uh, she does a phenomenal job with that. Uh, with that fan group and I asked them if they had questions for you but was there anything else that you wanted to say about Dark Song before we switch gears um, I just felt like this particular book was um, one of it for me writing it it was very different and beautiful and it also highlighted um, it's it, they had the Carpathians actually ended up uh, in, in some ways themselves uh, choosing sides, and uh, they they were having some problems between themselves, which does not happen. And so it was a it was a very at times stressful book for me to write, but never between the couple. It was really, really beautiful and emotional. And I do hope that anybody who uh, um, loves Carpathians would try this book uh, because I think, I really, truly believe that you will love this one. Absolutely. I, and, and, you know, that's what people are attracted to. You know, I think of Dark Prince in the very beginning – uh, I love the mythology the world building is it's phenomenal but it's uh it's the the chemistry between the the two life mates and this this one was just it, it truly was beautiful this is this may be my favorite carpathian book and uh it'll be interesting when when readers um get a chance to read it to to see what the comments are cuz you're right There's there were some there's some intense stuff in this book that was unexpected so mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's, I have a list I can't do all of the questions Because we're, we're down to like five minutes Although we could keep talking They wouldn't hear us Until they listen to the podcast later But let's see uh, Jamie Lynn Hansen So I would like to know How you came up with the series Because I know a lot of research Goes into the books In regards to location Character names, etc um, Let's just start with that How did you come up with the series? I used to um, tell stories. Uh, I was dungeon master all the time with my oldest son, Calvert. And um, we played, you know, that all the time. He loved that. And then um, I lost him many years ago, many years ago in an uh, accident. And it was very, very uh, difficult for me. I used to tell him stories about vampires and Uh, Carpathians certainly not anything to do with sex and um, it was very hard for me I had a lot of children at the time and I had to get up and take care of everybody and um, I'd had him for about five years before I had any of the other kids so it was always just the two of us and um, losing him was very difficult so I kind of was going through the motions and not feeling anything so that was part of my you know writing was always my go to thing and I started um, I, I kind of started writing in that world and trying to bring myself back and that's Really, where the the whole thing of the Carpathians was really born from that. Yeah. Now, Jamie also asked, um, are we going to are we going to see in more humans like Gary who will become Carpathian? You know that always um, is very organic. If um, they show up and uh, they're very close with the Carpathians and something happens to them, then yes, I don't ever know until it happens. I didn't know it would happen to Gary. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, Uh I didn't, and I didn't know it would happen to Louis. I I didn't. So you just never know until it, it really does. And Nikki Sullivan says, I want to know if there will be other books like Dark Celebration. I never say never. Um, that was a very difficult book to write because there were so many couples in it. Now I have, you know, twice that many couples. So what? I would have to probably break it down um, and have this, you know, like do uh, sections of couples. So it would just depend upon, um, you know, where I was setting the book and that kind of thing. And also uh-huh. because I write so many books per year, uh, I would have to like cut out a couple of books in series in order to write a book like that. So I would right. have to give it a lot of thought. Right. Now it's going to count down for us. Um, like I said, this this uh, the show was kind of <clears throat> dictated to me when we had some issues. Uh, I'm I'm going to try one more, uh, Esther Walker. I want to read more about Jacques and how he's doing. Is he feeling stronger, more comfort, confident and fearless now than he used to be? Absolutely, he is. Absolutely. <laughs> Jacques is up to par, and he is his brother's right-hand man. Nice. So uh, I want to let people know the Dark Illusion is out. Dark Song is September 1st. Lethal Game is out in paperback September 29th. Leopard's Rage is November 10th. Reckless Road is February 9th. And 2020, yes. you've already let us know, Lightning Game and Shadow Storm. And that's what we know so far. Yep. Um thank you so much. Uh anything that you want to any shout outs you want to give or anything you want to say to readers? Well, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it and um I hope to come back again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You have a great day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye.